Iowa everywhere. John Miller, Chris Williams. From the Channel Teed Studios, this is Miller and Williams on Iowa Everywhere. Powered by Prairie Meadows Racetrack and Casino. What is going on? It is Selection Sunday. Welcome to Miller and Williams. A little flash episode here. We got a lot of reaction coming your way here from the Channel Seed Studios. My name is Chris Williams, joined by John Miller. You can probably hear the kids in the background. I'm not going to yell at them. They've it's been. Selection Sunday. Everyone's pumped up. They just yeah. got their brackets. They're, you know, your two kids are saying, what's your picks? What's your picks? Let's go. I mean, well, and they're, all, they're all juiced up, too, because they've been in Kansas City all weekend. Oh, celebrities. Just Well, and, you know. Celebrities. They got to see their Cyclone women win a Big Twelve championship, and that fired them all up. They so did. yeah, we had a we got a lot lot going on. Really good time of year. Thanks to our friends Prairie Meadows for sponsoring as always, and our friends uh, from Channel Seed. You don't got your uh, Channel Seed trucker hat on, by the way. I, I uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Daddy likes it a lot. There you go, baby. Uh, you know. When I feel like pretending to be a seedsman, it's channel seed. <laughs> Seedsmanship at work. Seedsmanship um, at its finest. I had channel a couple seed. of, I had a couple of people reach out to me that they can get you some more hats. In you in. want them? Yep. Okay. Yep. That's my compensation. Take me to Vegas. Give me hats. We're good. Spread your seed, John Miller. <laughs> Listen. We want to keep this and every sponsor going forward in the future, so let's be a little careful here. All right, let's just dig right in, and we'll start with Iowa. They play on Thursday. Drake and Iowa State are both Friday games. Iowa, an eight seed against a nine seed Auburn. Here's what I'm going to do, John. I've done my little profiles on these teams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay it out to you, and then I'm just going to open the floor for you to give a hot opinion. How's that okay. sound? Yeah, it sounds great. Because you, you've already filled out a bracket. I haven't done this. I Selection Sunday for me, it's like I got to book my flight. I got to get my credentials. I got to – it's all this, like, stuff. You're you're doing the fun stuff. I haven't got there yet. Here's There's one profile. regional. This, the, the South Regional is the most chaotic regional I've ever filled out a bracket for, and I've been filling out brackets since 1981 when the brackets were an insert in Sports Illustrated and on the backside of the pullout centerfold bracket – Camel cigarettes. Oh, okay? wow. I've been filling out brackets a long time. I've never had a regional as crazy as this. So let's go. Really? I mean, that's, yeah. that's really, it's, really, really it's, crazy. It's blown up. Okay. Um, Iowa gets Auburn, the nine seed, 29 in Ken Palm, 48 offense, 29 defense. Inter- do you want the good news on offense, on Auburn or the bad news first? Which do you want? Bad first. first. Bad is the they're the fifth best defensive three point defense in the country. They're long. They guard the perimeter very well. They're very physical. It's not exactly a great matchup for Iowa. You want the good news now? Of course. Lost nine of thirteen. Not exactly a hot team coming into the NCAA tournament. Although they did beat Tennessee on March fourth. You of course have the coaching deal uh, with Bruce. Being there, what do you think of the matchup, John Miller? 
Well, I think, you know, uh, if this was like several years ago, I didn't know what this was. And you said Iowa against Auburn. I'd be like, oh, man, that's great. Because Auburn's just great three-point shooters up and down, full court press, this, that, or the other, yada, yada, yada. This is not that Auburn team. They're not a good team at shooting the three. Um, you know, they're one actually one of the worst, uh, I think one of – yeah, I mean, they're the 314th best three-point shooting team in the country. Uh, some Iowa fans said, well, they're going to shoot 10% better than their their percentage because that's what teams do against Iowa, which is not wrong. Um, so to me, it's like, all right, Iowa's not a great team. They're a solid team. You know, Iowa's an 8, 9, 10 seed. I was hoping today they would fall to a 10, frankly, uh, to play yeah. the 7. No doubt. Um, yeah, but they didn't. They're 8, 9. Um, if they're going to be in somebody's bracket, I'm glad they're in Houston's bracket. But let's not think about that. Let's talk about <laughs> getting past game one because last year, right now, a year ago right now, I recorded the last episode of the Hawkeye Podcast podcast. I was oh, so wow. pumped, man. I was so stoked. I was – Dick Vitale had already taken Iowa to the Final Four. I'm feeling great. That happened. Iowa loses the first round. Broke my spirit. Never recorded another one until we talked. So – I feel that this – I mean, clearly it's an 8-9 game, so we're not going to break news and say, man, Iowa's got a great chance to win this game. But they do. You're right. This is a team in Auburn that has been limping in coming down the stretch, but Iowa kind of has too. Auburn had a big win late. Iowa had a big win at Indiana late. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm lo- looking at the the profile of their losses down the stretch of those, uh, you know, Texas A&M, 25th Ken Palm, West Virginia, 17th Ken Palm. Tennessee, fifth Ken Palm, Texas A&M, 25th, Alabama, three, Vandy, eight. So, I mean, they're, they're not losing the chumps. It's not exactly a Big 12 schedule, but they're not chumps. But I, this just doesn't feel like that Bruce Pearl classical Auburn slash Tennessee type team because they can't hit the three with mm-hmm. regularity. Yeah, they're good at defending the three. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to take Iowa in this game. I never gave a consideration to taking Auburn, even though it's if anybody does, it's worthy. That's probably subconscious homer pick right there. But it's an eight nine game, so it's really these are coin uh, flips. We're talking well, about fifty three percent chance. Our friends at Circus Sports have Iowa as a one point underdog. Just came out okay. one point underdog. Fantastic, gives me some juice. Not that I'm in that. Real quick to the women's selection shows happening right now. So if if I do see, I mean, I'm yes. thinking Iowa might have an Iowa and I, Iowa and Iowa State. Let's in, let's interrupt the conversation and talk and and, and break you know because we got viewers. It's live right now, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. People are entrusting us with their time. They need to know what's going on because we're the only source they're focusing on. <laughs> um. Okay, we'll get to the other matchups and then we'll do a little bit more on these Drake. <laughs> A 12 seed. I am so glad Iowa State and Drake are not going to play each other. That would have been just a nightmare for a lot of different reasons. And it just sucks. It makes the tournament less fun because one of your teams is going to be out no matter what in the first round. Drake heads to Albany on Friday night. Um, Bulldogs won 16 of 18. We all watched them win the Valley. They are a three-point underdog, according to our friends at Circa. I've seen this Miami team in person last year in the Sweet 16 in Chicago. Elite offense, really long, fantastic shooters, Pack Wong, Miller. They can really fill it up. Um, they lose in the ACC championship game to Duke this year. 
I think Drake will have a tough time with this one. Um, I, I do think Drake is one of the best one. They're probably the best one bid league as far as the teams to get out of there. Uh, and, and clearly Vegas is giving the Bulldogs and Darren DeVries a ton of respect, only making them a three-point underdog. So you know they're going to be right there in it. But Miami's really good. I Again, I just having seen them up close and personal last year, almost the exact same team, I have a ton of respect for for that roster. Yeah, and, and really in just looking at the metrics on Ken Palm, which is what I'm going to be using um, in the metrics section, um, this is an inverse kind of a game. This is a – Miami is actually kind of a little bit like Iowa. Uh, they're the 12th most efficient offense in the country. Their defensive ranking is 132nd. That sounds a lot like a Fran team. Their effective field goal percentage is 55, and that's 20th best in the country. That's really, really good. Um, you know, they don't really turn it over a lot. Not a great free throw team. Uh, they, you know, they're a good three point shooting team, right around 37%, top 50 in the country. I just don't like this matchup for Drake. Um, Drake's either. kind of the inverse of that. I think if if they would have had a different five seed to play against, I'd feel differently. I think this Miami team's problems for them. I have Miami winning that game. The only good thing about Miami is what did you say their adjusted defense was? Can't uh, 132nd. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. No, I said Miami's metrics are like Iowa's. Yeah, the good thing about my you're you're exactly right. It's you just hope you get them on a bad shooting day. Yeah. And if you do, anybody can beat them. I mean, hell. You know, but the inverse, you know, for people listening, Drake is the 98th ranked offensive team and the 44th best defensive team. So that the top 50 defense out of 360 teams is really solid. Um, And and Drake is also um, a good three point shooting team. So I'm not saying Drake doesn't have a chance. I had to make a pick. I picked Miami. Okay. Miller's on Miami. I I think I would probably follow you there. I don't really know yet on Iowa Auburn. Um, that's a real, real contrast there. I, right. I don't, you, I don't know enough. You're about a procrastinator. Um, you, you don't, you don't. I will make my picks. With the feel. I usually fill out my bracket the like day of the tournament. That's, I know, I'm crazy. That's, that's no, I'm horrible. Iowa State gets a six seed and fall. It falls to a six. I don't know if I'd say they fell. Actually, they've improved drastically over the last two weeks with those wins over Baylor. They get the weird situation where you don't know your opponent. They either play Mississippi State or Pittsburgh. Two polarly opposite teams. Pitt is your Iowa, Miami, run and gun. Mississippi State is basically Iowa football. (laughs) 164th offense, sixth defense. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I would probably – I'd probably rather play Pitt, to be honest with you, because I I think I'd rather – I think I trust Iowa State's defense against – a good offense more so than I trust Iowa state's offense against a good defense. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I get that. And and, and I'm going to say this right now, you know, Bob, congratulations to the big 12 teams. You made it. You can now take a, a nice sigh of relief because the hardest part of your season's over the big 12 <laughs> conference play. It's all downhill from here. Um, I, I, you know, whether it's one of either one of those teams, I've got Iowa state advancing and I had to, um, I, I thought about advancing Iowa State to the Elite Eight. Oh, wow. But here's my thing. I don't know what to make of this. Iowa State has limped into uh, their 6-11 and 11 over their last 17 games. That's like over half the season. Had a little roster turnover uh, recently, but I was you know in Kansas City. I watched them play against Kansas. It's the second time I saw Iowa State in person this year against Kansas. 
Um, Kansas really that was one of Kansas's best played games of the season last night, and I probably they watched over half. I've watched over awesome. half of Kansas's games this year. That was a really well played game. I would say they did a great job of containing Dick in the first half, and uh, you know Dick really got away from them in Lawrence, but in the second half, Dick got away from them in this one too. So I think yeah. by and large, um, I like Iowa State to win whomever in the first round, and I like Iowa State beating Xavier in the second round as well. But I have I Iowa State do too. I have Iowa State losing uh, to Texas in the the round to advance what to are, the Elite Eight. But you know what? They've beaten Texas before. I'm going to be in a bad spot, John, if Iowa State's in the Sweet 16 in Kansas City and we're in Las Vegas at Circa. You're not. Please tell me that you're not thinking of changing that. Oh no, I'm going to do both. I'm going to. I'll figure out a way. Like, but let's 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 talk this through. Iowa State makes it to the Sweet 16. You and I together at Circa in Vegas and brother, as far as I'm concerned, I haven't done like, I can go wall to wall 8 a.m. Just all clones. To 8 p.m. All clones, all tournament <laughs> the whole day. Let's do it. Why not? I'm there. That's why I'm there. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll make it fun. Yeah. I no, I'm not, I'm wait, not. Wait, 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 wait. You're acting like I wouldn't have fun doing that. No, we'll make I it walked, fun. I walked I, look, through. You were at the power and light at Iowa state's pep rally the other night. I well, I didn't know. I guess I kind of did, but it wasn't in front of mine. Like, wait, this might be where their pep rally is. I got out. What do you mean this might came. be where their pep rally is? There's like five thousand people just in there, drunk and screaming. That that's another day in the the <laughs> legend of Iowa sports fans traveling. Iowa and Iowa State are effing elite. They're the they're best. elite, and they're yeah. the same people. They just wear different jerseys. It's the same people. We are the same people. And I was walking around that thing. And uh, I was, I got a couple side eyes. I heard a few side remarks. Yeah, couple people. So, but but, but ma- the majority of people that I interacted with came up. Hey man, love you on the show. You know, Chris Williams. Thankfully, he's clone washing you and all this and that. <laughs> and uh, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And it just dawned on me. I'm like, I've been to so many of these things with Iowa. I've, I, and I'm aware of Iowa State's reputation. And I'm just like, you know what? Of course, we're the same people. It's like a dumb comment. We're from Iowa. We're all Iowans. But it's you know, it's just like these these people are just wearing a different color jersey. I had a great time. It's I really enjoyed it. That yeah. game the other night too. It's, it gave. I'll see what you what you thought about it. I didn't think Iowa State really played that well. Uh, I mean, they were okay. Like it wasn't awful. It wasn't great. Kansas really sloppy. Was, Kansas was awesome. Like that was really good. And Iowa State still like. At the ten and under, like you, you thought I had a puncher's chance in that one. So, like I, I don't know. It really didn't deter me at all. Like the fact that they beat Baylor those two games, like it, it feels like they are ready to go. I, I still think they're a guard short. Uh, like I talked about after they lost at KU, and I saw them at Lawrence. Um, KU just happened to have three guys that can hit the three, but KU really got KU's penetration was the difference in that game. And it, Kansas Dick, just couldn't Dick stop him at the point of attack. He, he did. And, and man, he, Dick got beat up in this game a lot. And he's not, you know, he's kind of slender. He's not really that thick. He's just, I don't know, he's wiry. There's not and a lot he of took it to, to the rack, but he can penetrate with the best of them. Oh, I see what you did there. That's horrible. But um, I'm breaking down basketball and you're breaking down something else. So I felt that Iowa State was just a guard. Gabe Kausher can only do so much. My gosh, post, I mean, that guy. 
there was two plays where the play got whistled dead for either a foul or a travel, and he was in the act of shooting. Made both of those too. I mean, he yeah. just he's pretty amazing. I we think call him Mitchell State, Court Gabe for a reason. Yeah, there you go. I mean, what a great nickname. Put that on the tombstone. Um, neutral court Gabe. But he can only um, take so much dick and you know, and then Kansas just had too much of it on on Friday night. <laughs> I was good until I looked at your face. Um <laughs> That's what she said. I, I was totally good until I until I saw you in that little side eye thing that you were. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. But I, I think Iowa State's a guard away from going to the Elite Eight. This to me, this draw here. I don't um, think they'll go to the Elite Eight either. The Texas me, is a terrible matchup yeah. for them. This year's draw with last year's Iowa State team. I'd have had them. I'd have, I probably might have had them in the Final Four because I don't have Houston. I have Indiana beating Houston. So, and I don't like yeah, Indiana either. Let's do some really, really quick Big Ten, Big Twelve. I, again, guys, and I'm I haven't really I looked at the three Iowa teams draws, and I haven't looked at a whole lot other than that. Do you see a Big Ten, John, when you filled out your bracket, a Big Ten team that you think has a chance to win the national championship with this uh, bracket? I have I have Purdue. Are you which bracket? You talking the overall overall bracket? Yeah, I'm just saying overall. Yeah, okay. Well, you filled out your bracket already. Where yeah, do you I, have, a I have I have I have Purdue in the national championship losing to UCLA. Oh, oh wow. Um, okay. To me, to me, Purdue's bracket. I mean, win the first round, either FAU or Memphis in round two. I mean, I'm not concerned there. Tennessee, Duke, or Roberts, or Louisiana. I I mean, I again fully aware of the Matt Painter postseason choke job, and that Purdue all of a sudden plays like ass. Um, but then on the bottom side of that bracket, I mean, Marquette is the two. Okay. I, I think I've, I've got Kansas State playing against Purdue in the Elite Eight. Um, I have one, two, three. I've got three big 12 teams in the Elite Eight. Hmm. Um, I just feel like these big 12 teams, have, and, and who knows, maybe it could come back to bite me. Um, they just – they play such a physical – game all season long and now they get to come and maybe take a breather but in so how the refs going to call the games you know yeah, the big well, 12 the big 10 and the big 12 are similar to that will the refs call it the way basketball should be called the way things are played in the big 10 and big 12 is not basketball it's basketball it should not be called that way it's horrible it's horrible i some I guy in the a, back my some, some, clone fan me the, some clone fan behind me the other night got mad because um kansas basically tack iowa state tackled a guy this is the Big 12. You can't call that. I'm like, that's basketball. It's not basketball. It's not basketball. It's rugby. So anyway, but I just I just feel like the, the, nobody's better tested than Big 12 teams. Well, and I also think it gives you an advantage in the postseason on a neutral floor. I think that refs tend to swallow whistles more. They're humans. They don't want to they make are. a call to impact a game to end the team season. And I, I think when you're – when you're Iowa State and you're playing on the road, playing that style, you don't get calls. And and that's right. frankly how it should be. I understand that, but I, I do think it carries over well for them right now, stylistically in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I, it's, I can see you arguing it one way or the other, but um, I, I'm just bullish on the Big 12. Okay. Bullish, you think I say. Kansas um, – I, again, I haven't I haven't gone through these matchup by matchup, but they looked sure. like, they they looked incredible on Friday night in person watching Wilson. I mean, he looks like the best player in the country to me right now. He actually does. He, I mean, I, is he a lot projected as a lottery pick? 
I don't know. Uh, I don't do enough. I, I, I don't know stuff. either. I, I give me don't. A, I have, give me a second. I have no. Yeah, I'll talk. I have no clue what his projection is. I promise you, I haven't looked. And He's got to be. I think when when I was watching him play Friday night, I thought to myself, this guy's a lottery pick. I mean, he's got the inside game. He can slash and attack. He can defend. I, I got Dick is. He, is a lottery pick projection? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. That's not. Yeah, true. he is. That's not. Yes. Yes. On what? Grady Dick Grady is Grady Dick's dad. Grady blog. Dick is currently a top ten pick. I would not take Grady Dick in the top ten. Well, I, he I, is. Yeah. No thanks. I like him a lot. I like his game. He just needs to put on about twenty five pounds of muscle. Um, yeah, Wilson's and I, and I, currently projected 26 on a couple of these. So could could very realistically work himself into that, but right now, not a lottery. Pick. This, I, I think you could bring your wife in and ask her opinion. Would you rather have Wilson or Dick? And she'd clearly say Wilson. I think I'd rather have Dick. I think I he projects would. better. I'm, God, we are, we're awful. A couple other. We, uh, I've not even quick, done anything. Chris Murray at 12. On this, I think that's too high. I think he's first round. Run. I think he's first round, but I think down the stretch, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here waiting for them to share the the women. Has Iowa State's seed been uh, shared yet? If it has, I haven't seen it yet. Um, okay. I, I, I'll i be honest. I don't like have a ton of Iowa State media that I follow. I follow PD, follow you, follow Bloom. Uh, I just started following Bloom again this weekend, and I like Brent. Even when I wasn't following him, I still like Brent. But I quickly realized why I probably wasn't following him. Because Bloom is the most edgy, taunting version of John Miller back in my old days that I ever – like John Miller 11 snark back on the radio pissing off clones. Bloom is a 12, the yeah. other direction. The he bad. lives. He lives yeah. for that. For the there was a member Iowa. of the Iowa media. I'm not going to throw names out there. You guys can go look it up. Who I made the decision to uh, get in Bloom's mentions? I guess uh, whatever you is a bad move. Bloom had been. He's been in Kansas City all day. All these people telling him how great he is. Liquored up, cloned oh. out. Bloom sits around just like planning on how to own Hawks like all the time. It's a bad intellectual decision to get into a Twitter war with this guy. Yeah. He's got his fourth tweet reply to you already <laughs> figured out. Yeah. It's the first one. He's four moves down the line. You're bad coming move. in. You're, 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 you're dealing with the house of pain, dude. Don't do it. And Bloom's just, he might be five, five, but that little sucker has karate. <laughs> As Twitter karate down, just put the phone down. Don't do it. I'm, I don't even know the guy who did it or anything. I'm not throwing shade. I just knew it was a bad move when I saw it. It was David Eicholt, and David made. The I'd have never met him. David before. I, I think that David's a hardworking, good guy. Seems like him to it, death. Yeah. Um, he just he found out the hard way that you don't mess with Brent Bloom on <laughs> just, social media. <laughs> Bloom's just he lives for it. Like it's. <laughs> He's like the Bill Self. Let's let's be honest. It's Bloom's Super Bowl, right? (laughs) Uh, uh, Phil Parker's paw. He wants your opinion on something, John. He wants you to discuss the factor, the location. They give Iowa nine, or uh, the nine seed gets an in-state home tourney game over an eight seed. 
Uh, he's talking about Auburn playing in Birmingham, Alabama. I know my here, here, opinion on this. What's yeah, here, yours, here, John? Here's my take, and it's borrowed from Connor McCaffrey, something he's already tweeted out. Iowa will have more people cheering for them in Birmingham, Alabama, than they would have had probably at any other regional because Alabama is also in that regional, mm. and Alabama fans will be there cheering for Iowa against Auburn. So, home game. And – when you no no disrespect to Iowa, Phil Parker's pod, but when you're an eight seed, you kind of throw out any sort of yeah, like you you're not owed that. anything at that point when you get out of those top sixteen. And the way it works, I don't know the specifics of it, John, but it's some sort of a computer type of metric deal where they it's like the fewest miles traveled by everyone. Like there's that's actually how it works because I remember when Iowa State lost to Oklahoma that Saturday, and it felt like the whole floor was caving in on Iowa State, I actually talked to Jamie that night, and he goes, well, the the one silver lining is if you wanted to play in Des Moines, you have a better shot now because falling out of the top 16, like Iowa State was going to be at the bottom of the top 16, and they weren't going to get Des Moines privileges. Well, now, that he, basically he was telling me, and this is great insight because he's on the committee, Right. that the location matters. If they can do it, that's why we were talking Iowa. We are talking about them potentially being in Des Moines going into today. Like it's, it's kind of just how it all falls with these computers and whatnot. Iowa got a bad break there. But again, when you drop to that type of a seed line, you kind of just lose all, all privilege. I yeah, guess. you're right. Your LA privileges are revoked. Um, as Marcellus Wallace said in the great American classic Pulp Fiction. Um, I think that you either have to be meh or good, and then you can do it. So you're right. Um, Virginia Tech just got the one seed in the uh, Western region oh, for the women. So, you know, here's the thing. When you look at Virginia Tech's resume, um, it, it's just as good, if not better, than Iowa's. So um, I, you don't want to hear that and want to see it. I was hoping for Iowa to get a one as well. But when I saw the teams that Iowa would be in competition with to get the one – like UConn and Virginia Tech, and I think Stanford. I'm like, if they picked any one of those teams over Iowa, it's not a, it's not an outcry. But they have just given Iowa a little chip on their shoulder. So, okay. I actually, um, I had a coach say this to me. Oh, Iowa State is not hosting. Oh, that sucks. Five seed. So that means so that oh five seed. Where who are they where are they at? They get Toledo and Knoxville, Tennessee. Break that one down for me. <laughs> Toledo's nope. twenty eight and four. I mean, that's a it's your. What are you reading? Are you reading off the back of a cereal box? I'm reading the television. Um, the MAC champions. No, I, I have no idea. I do know I, Iowa State. Like, here's the deal about this team, and I follow them about as closely as any team I I follow. They so they had that huge injury early in the year, and mm-hmm. it took them forever to bounce back from it. Like they don't have a great resume right now, but they are absolutely a top ten team in the country. Like who they, how you're playing learned, right now? They've learned. Is it Suarez? Right? How you pronounce yeah, your name? Suarez. Suarez. Okay, I was close, and I didn't even look that up. Right. Oh, um, yep. I think they, they've learned how to. They've retooled themselves without her. With her, 
she's an incredible defensive presence, and there's not many people like her on the offensive end in the country. So they had to retool and learn how to play without her, and, and they've done. And, and, and Jones is an incredible player, just what scored 3,000 points, the 14th player in women's college basketball history to score at least 3,000 points. She's a phenomenal all-time Iowa legend. And um, really, really fun team to watch. You know, I was talking with somebody the other day, like, you know, if you won, if you won a Powerball um, and you could give only $10 million to, to Iowa, what sport would you give it to? And I instantly said I would go to Lisa Bluter and say, what do you need <laughs> to keep Caitlin Clark at Iowa for the two more years? What, what's it going to take? Because I think if Caitlin Clark stays at Iowa for two more years – with Iowa being one of the national oh, yeah. leaders in attendance in that, it could set this program up for the next 20. Totally so that's what I would do. I would give it to Lisa Bluter. It's just, uh, it's just fun too. Like I, it's just as competitive. I'm not saying the women aren't as competitive, nothing like that. I enjoy it more. I, I spent a lot of time in municipal auditorium, which is a total dump uh, over the weekend, but the, the atmosphere in there watching those Iowa state women's games is second to none. Like I just, I have so much fun in there and yeah, it's like we really cool. Cause our women's programs, big 10 champs, big 12 champs, Missouri Valley champs. It's fantastic. And, and I echo your sentiments and I'm not just saying, Oh, Miller's woke now. I have enjoyed watching this Iowa women's basketball team. Right up, probably one of the top five most enjoyable Iowa Hawkeye, Iowa Hawkeye basketball teams that I've ever seen. Caitlin Clark is the most entertaining. Caitlin Clark and Roy Marble to me were the two most entertaining Iowa Hawkeyes I've ever seen play basketball. And um, I, it's it's just awesome. I, I love how I love their style of play. I love that they're bombers. It's just great. And um, yeah, so it's fun. Great women's basketball in the state of Iowa. Hell yeah. All right. I got to go. Got some flights to book. Got um, all kinds of good stuff. I, I have so much to do tonight. I'm going to be up until two o'clock in the morning. Two guys named Chris, eight o'clock tomorrow. Also, I I believe Bohannon and Stansbury are doing their bracket pod tonight. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. So we do got a lot. Like, do you have to hold their hands or can they do it on their own without you being they, involved? They do it on their own. Yeah. Oh, look at them. They all, they're all they all grown up now. Yep, yep. They do it on their own. Stan Barry was trying to talk smack to me the other day in, in, in Kansas City. You're going to need to tell him he's going to bring me to go to another level. Get I want to get um get get you and Bloom at it. Is Bloom coming to Vegas? Uh, it's actually possible. We're kind yeah. of making it We happen. have one spot open, and it's, it's all kind of been – waiting on how this whole thing plays out. Cause all of our guys have other jobs, including me, mm-hmm. including you. So it's like, and most of our guys are in sports media in some capacity. So we mm-hmm. should know here in the next couple of days. Well, if he comes to Vegas, we'll let the cameras roll. We will set up some type of a, uh, I don't know. We'll come up with some type of competition and uh, I'll, I'll uh, remind him where the shine box is. Love you, man. Love to see you. He's John Miller. I'm Chris Williams. Thanks to our friends from Prairie Meadows, Racetrack and Casino. It's your favorite place to play. We're signing off from the Channel Seed Studios. Iowa everywhere.